Hello travellers, and welcome to Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn, Season 2, Episode 20, Truth and Heartbreak. I have a busy weekend ahead. I'll be recording a one-shot with the cast of Shenanigans, so I'm recording this a bit earlier than usual. I know it's been a rough week out there in the real world. If you'd like some cool people to talk to, stop by our Discord server and say hi. Everyone's incredibly friendly and supportive, and if you feel so inclined, you can chat with us too. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can also find it on our website at tftddi.co.uk and on linktr.ee forward slash darkdragonsin, where you can find all of our online presence. This week, we have the whole crew. Hi, I'm Vinny. My pronouns are he, him. I play Murren, the half-orc monk. His pronouns are he, him. I'm Liz, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Toby, the tiefling warlock of the Raven Queen. He uses he, him. Hi, I'm Tom. My pronouns are he, him, and I play Urbach, the lizard man wizard. He uses he, him pronouns. I'm Nina. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Mix, the Asimar warlock of the Fae. Her pronouns are also she, her. And I'm Ray, your host and game master. I use he, him pronouns. I play Scrawl and the Doomsinger, who both use he-him pronouns too. And I also play just about everyone else. And without further ado, on with the show. Hello there! Do you have tickets to see our show? Thanks, I'll take those. Okay, follow me. It's okay, you don't have to be shy. I'll be on stage later. Trust me, I'm nervous too. But I'm sure it'll be fun, right? We last left with Urbeck. I would like him to see if he can find out who manages and organises various kinds of log keeping in Worms Rock. What sort of log keeping are you talking about? One or two things. Either info on the soldiers themselves who are stationed there, background, that kind of thing, even if it's very cursory at best, and patrol log. You discover that the records keeper of Worms Rock is an older female gnome whose name is... Eurydice. Right, I just wanted to approach her and make some inquiries. First of all, I just want to inquire about uh, any patrol logs or expeditions that occurred a week prior to our arrival. Particularly any ones that may or may not include Trail or Ogda. She's going through the logs and she says that there are logs relating to the expedition. It wasn't just a patrol, it was an expedition that Trail was a part of. However, they are sealed. You do not have right to access them. Ogda has been within the city the whole time. During that period, she was within the city. If you can confirm that Trail was with them, could she confirm any other members or anyone else who was there? No, they're completely sealed. Basically, it's under the impression that someone there may have had the inclination to try and murder her and may have used this as a means of poisoning her or planting some kind of something on her that may have caused her to die in such a horrific way. She is horrified that you would suggest anyone in the Black Claw was responsible. There may not necessarily be in a Black Claw member. There may have been someone who was snuck in under disguise. She goes back to the logs in the back room and it's in a sealed cage. She goes back and she comes back shortly and says, no, it was a very small expedition group that she went with and all of the people she was traveling with were known and trusted. All returned and accounted for. She nods. Fair enough. Okay, then. Well, I just want to check another um, patrol report as well. Just anyone who was 
in the city or during the period that night which we went to the Low Lantern? She goes through the logs. There's no record of that. There are certainly logs of patrols, duty roster and that sort of thing. She goes over the basics with you. That's actually quite a lot of paperwork. She shows you through the patrols and the areas of the city where patrols would have been expected that night where there were certain parts of the city that definitely had increased coverage because obviously it's a festival night so there was definitely increased presence in the wide because that's where the murder took place during the last celebration and they wanted to make their presence known but there was absolutely nothing to indicate anyone would be investigating the low lantern including yourselves i'm happy to scribble us out myself for her of course um i just want to get a list of the names of the patrols who went out and of course name race description again reiterating i'm just concerned Concerned that there may be someone out there impersonating members of the Black Claws. Right, you are. Heads over, comes back with a book that is several inches thick, and this is the staff log of everyone that's worked within the mercenary company for the last few years, and then she passes you a stack of 30 different pages, all of which have immensely small writing on them, and this is the patrol routes, as well as reports and report numbers of any disturbances and so on and so forth, and she reams you through some of the detail, but you get the impression there would probably be a much simpler way to do this. But she's not really interested in helping you find it. So she's giving you all of the information you've asked for, and then some. Who boy. Well, Urbach's mouth politely whilst inside, hit with a strange sense of what he believes may be dread. You go through the paperwork, and I assume what you are effectively looking for is... Does the description or names or places seem to match up with anyone who could have been seen at the Low Lantern. Yeah, in particular the Azimar. Uh, there is not. Hmm. On the upside, that means I'm pressing a lot of evidence of this because this literally means that her previous assertion about that expedition with Trail could be disproven now that I know that there are people dressed as the Black Claw who aren't in the Black Claw. It's changed things. Mix, after the events of the Low Lantern... What do you do with your days? I spend my time, at least initially, observing Ogda a little bit more. What sort of observing are you doing? Taking note of where she is during certain times of day, specifically her night routine. How are you watching her at night? What I do is I sit, if there's a common area where one could sit and have a beverage, and I just sit there a lot because I happen to know that she walks through that area quite a bit and maybe I can get Darconius parked outside in the hallway where her chambers are. Mix being more in the common areas so that people get used to her just being there. Darconius has just been peeking, telling me when she's gone to bed or to retire to her room. You don't have a particularly detailed layout of when she goes to bed and when she's up and around. It seems like... She does sleep, probably. <laughs> she, most of the time, goes into her quarters when it's dark and often does not come out until it is morning. <laughs> but sometimes she does. So some of that time was also spent trying to get to know her a bit better, seeing if she needs additional help with things or maybe asking if she wants to sit next to me when we have lunch or something. You find often, though, that she's actually just really busy. She's the commander of a mercenary company. She doesn't tend to have her meals in the mess hall because she's often working. Yeah, I can bring food to her. When you first bring food to her, she's just like, oh, thank you. Uh, you can just you can just leave it on the table. And then I think the next time you come and bring food to her, she's like, oh, 
Oh, well, if you're going to make a habit of it, why don't you join me? Oh, I would love to. And then she sees you don't have lunch and she's like, maybe tomorrow. You get to be a bit more familiar with her. So let's say this is day three. Tomorrow night is the night that I strike. Are you murdering her? No, I would never. What do you do? I am going to pay her a visit in the middle of the night (laughs) when I sense everyone is asleep. Oh, God. And I am going to, one, use disguise self and turn into my sister. And two, cover myself in flour. (laughs) Yeah, old Hollywood movie trick, right? To make you look more ghostly. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. If you're using disguise self, you can look however you want. So you don't have to cover yourself in flour because you can just make yourself look like trail but pale. Okay. All right. We'll go with trail. Clothes very tattered and torn and things. And maybe if she was all bloody, but instead of it being blood, it's a white luminescent liquid. Now what? Now I am going to stealthily open the door to her room. You go up to her quarters where Darkonius reports that he has seen her disappearing at night and you make it through most of the keep without being spotted. I think at the last minute at some point you dart into a side room and wait for a guard to pass and then you get to the door to the room and you open it with a loud and she is actually sitting at her desk already. She's not asleep. And she has a lamp that is lit by her side at the desk. She looks up from what she's working on. Initially, she's confused. And she steps up from her desk and picks up the lantern and holds it out in front of her and squints carefully to try and get a better look because she doesn't quite believe what she's seeing. And she begins to walk towards you. What do you do? I just stare at her. She walks closer. As she comes closer, I look her dead in the eye and I ask... Before you even get a chance to say anything... Oh no. Her eyes glisten and her lips tremble. She drops the lantern and rushes you as she embraces you full on the mouth. Oh! (laughs) Oh! Roll deception with disadvantage. Oh my god. Do you lean into the kiss or do you try and back away? Nah, gonna lean into it. <laughs> okay, deception with disadvantage because she knows how trail kisses. Oh shit. Oh shit. Because they've been smooching a while. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Oh my god. Oh my god, I did not see this coming. She pulls back and the look of pain in her eyes is palpable and she slaps you real fucking hard. I am going to use Radiant Soul. And I'm like, get the fuck out of the room. What's Radiant Soul? Is my wings. Can fly for a minute. I'm going to use that minute to get the fuck away. The ghostly visage of Trail sprouts wings. I go backwards so she sees me leaving the room whilst I'm still staring at her not saying anything. Elegantly running away. She looks heartbroken and she drops to her knees and bursts into tears as you soar away. Oh no, that's not how this is supposed to go. She was supposed to be the murderer. As soon as Mix is out of there, I don't know that she quite goes back to her room. As soon as she's alone and away, she breaks down crying. I didn't want to hurt Ogda. That would be the last thing I thought would have happened. And even worse, there was someone that loved my sister and I had no idea. 
and just getting hit in the face with how much I just don't know. You return to the room and you're on your bed. You notice that there is no sounds of alarms. There's no guards being called. The next day, do you try and take her lunch again? Yes. Her door is not open. And when you try to open it, it is locked. No one's seen her all day. In that case, I'm just going to knock on the door twice. Um, Agda, uh, I'm going to leave your lunch outside if you want it. Just leave it in front of her door in hopes that she takes it at some point. You all reconvene. It is the seventh day of Sumner and you go somewhere and have a conversation somewhere that is not inside the keep to catch up on things. The circling pigs sound good? Do you have rooms there when we need them, if we need them. Okay then, that was a fun week I had. Did you all have any luck? Uh, in a manner of speaking. I just want this week to be over. Uh, huh, so not good for you all? I did something bad. Did you kill someone? No, worse, Marin. You maimed them. Some metaphorically. You killed their family? I mean, that's worse. I broke their heart, and I didn't even mean to. Um. Would you, would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, no. Maybe when I feel better about it. Well, I may have found something out. I finally managed to make a connection to the Raven Queen. Ooh. Uh-huh. So... What do they tell you? I'm just giving her like this flat expression. None of your anti-religious sass right now. Was she beautiful? Uh, I guess? In a kind of really somber kind of way? Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, so I straight up asked her if Trail had died. She said she hadn't seen her. So what you're saying is... It's possible... That Trail isn't dead. She did say that sometimes there are exceptional circumstances that would prevent her from seeing someone if they passed over, but it is definitely possible that she's not dead. So you spoke to your god? Yes. <clears throat> I mean, right. It's my relationship with her is not the same as a cleric would have, necessarily, with their deity. It's more of a... Uh, contract, I guess? Right. Can I read it sometime? I'd be rather curious. I don't have a physical copy of it. That seems rather ambiguous. Isn't that what gods are like? Yes, but contracts are usually quite specific. I said it's like a contract. Well, what are the terms? That's none of your business. I think that's between me and the Raven Queen. Fine, I was just thinking, you know... We've been traveling together a while now, and I thought, you know, if you've got some kind of secret agreement with some omnipresent creature, I just thought that might have an impact on the way I live. No, no, it's fine. You keep that to yourself, Toby. I'm totally fine with that. It's a deal between me and the Raven Queen. Mm -hmm. It's not anything to do with you. Sure. I think it's perfectly reasonable to ask that. I mean, is it not so different from the contract you made with Urk that you signed in Blood? You were all present for that. You did read that contract, didn't you? <sighs> I feel like we're getting off track here. Well, if we're in the business of keeping secrets, uh, I suppose that's fine. I'm sure there are things about you all that I don't know, and I wouldn't 
consider it my business to ask. I've been very candid with everyone from the very start. Oh, sure. I believed you. Yes, I'm sure that's why you walk around with a mask on. You all know why I walk around with a mask on. I can take it off if you prefer. If you would prefer the attention that would invite, I'll gladly not wear my mask, Toby. Yes, no, 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 children, children, it's okay. Do me, I'll tell you my story about my pact later. It's really, really cool. Just, just let Toby have this one. Can I write about it? A song? Song? About your pact. Oh. See, this is also exactly why I don't want to tell you. I mean, sure, I think Titania would love to hear a song about her. I don't doubt it for a moment. I'll look forward to hear it later. Just just don't sing it in this city out loud. Everyone can hear it. I'll sing whatever I please in this city out loud. People deserve to hear my voice. Well, we don't deserve to have other people finding out where we are. Who said anything about finding out where we are? I was talking about... You're a very confusing man. Why would anybody care where you are? Some of us are private, as Toby has pointed out. Anyway, so... I'll get it out of you one of these days. Good luck with that. You... Do tend to be a little more loose-tongued when you've had a few to drink, so we'll see. Anyway, my point was is that it's possible that either Trail died in a way so exceptional that the Raven Queen has no idea about it, or she's not dead. Well, mm. I've been having my suspicions. I haven't wanted to talk about it because I don't want to get my hopes up, but I'm not convinced she's dead. Well, if she's not dead, where is she? That's the next question. That's the mystery. Well, I took a look at the records of patrol groups and who's employed in Worms Rock by the Black Claw. There's a document there pertaining to the expedition that Trail made shortly before, you know, we arrived in the city. I can't get to it. It's sealed. It's highly classified. And it was with a very few trusted group, not including Ogda. So... It's entirely possible that whatever happened there, the people either taking Trail out either to kidnap her or to hide her, possibly. You say you couldn't access this? No, I did not have the clearance at all. Not even your badge could provide clearance? I don't believe so. I was speaking to the head clerk and they had enough trouble as is. Besides, they already knew I was employed there. But if Okta wasn't there, then I still don't trust her. She could have easily been complicit in this disappearance. Uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, I might have found out that Agda did not, in fact, murder Trail. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, she, she, she really didn't. And, I mean, I, I don't want to go into the details, but I did find out that they, they, they might have been lovers. They, they were very much lovers. Oh. Ogda did not kill Trail. Well, all right then. A crime of passion, perhaps. Lovers do murder each other sometimes. I know, but I just, I'm very sure that isn't what happened. She didn't strike me as a magic user, to be fair. No, definitely not. Someone who should go to bed earlier, though. We need to find out more about that document, then, or find out how we can obtain it. We can find any information, anything about where they went on the expedition. If we now know that Ogda was romantically involved, then shouldn't we be directing our questions at her? If you want to find out where this expedition was, why don't we just ask Okta where it was? We had feelings from the beginning that she wasn't being completely forthcoming. So certainly a 
potential line of inquiry. There is another thing as well. I too have something to add. I looked into that group we encountered at the Low Lantern. Any luck? They don't exist. At least they're not members of the Black Claw. What? I went through a very, very large book of records and logs. I checked patrols on that night. I checked as much as I could. And as far as I can tell, that group does not seem to be members of the Black Claw. Whoever those three were. That's a concern. Did you find out their names? Did you check them off the ledger or records? That's the point. I, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, they're just three people who had armour who were not members of the Black Claw. If they're not members of the Black Claw, then how did they know that the place was going to get raided? I will point out, they were related. The woman and the man who was in the Black Claw armour, they were related. They had a very familial relationship. I know because I could understand what they were saying, unlike some people present, and they were related, so perhaps if we find Lorela, we can find out who he is. And then we can find out why he was wearing the Black Claw armor. I um, may have a slight confession to make. Out with it. This is going to be not good. You also understand, initially, in my first day here, I was suspicious of the Claw, and mm-hmm. I was more trusting of the guild group when I thought they were the guild and not possibly <laughs> the Plantarum. Okay. And I may have mentioned something to Rilsa. I'm already starting to massage my t- temples. About our... Are you romantically involved, Doctor? <laughs> no! No! I only love it for my work. Oh, okay. Sorry, carry on. But I may have mentioned something to Rilsa in order to achieve his favour about us going to the Low Lantern that night. Not all specifically, but Lorela maybe needing to be out of the Low Lantern that night. So, uh-huh. you did the one thing that we were expressly asked not to do. By someone I thought was a murderer, who I didn't know she was shacking up with your sister. Well, I didn't either until now. In his defense... It's hard to know who we're supposed to trust. The city's fucked up, and it's taken us a while to figure out who to who to trust, sort of. Mix, let me ask you something. That night, do you remember them specifying why she had to leave? I recall they were arguing. They argued, saying that she should close the bar and go, and she was saying, no, it's my bar, I'll do what I like, and you can fuck off, and whatever. But she was... Being warned to leave about a threat, right? Yeah. He didn't specify anything. He just... It seems like he was more concerned with just getting her out of there. No questions, no no nothing. And Toby. Mm -hmm. Didn't you say that when you were down there looking for her, there were people who came in? Yes, it was three uh, not very happy, also not very sober dwarfs came in, saying that she owed them something. Probably money. What if we just assumed the threat was us? It's a valid assumption. It was a valid assumption, but I'm wondering if perhaps the threat wasn't us. We made that assumption because they were dressed like the Black Claw, but now we know that they were not part of the Black Claw. So what if the threat had absolutely nothing to do with us at all, and it was coincidence? We were just there. Would have been one heck of a coincidence. I agree, but that doesn't mean it's not true. No, 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 of course. We know that there were people there looking for her. She fled, leaving 
a magical message of some. What happened with that, Toby? Ah, uh, I lost it. What? How? Uh, well, I tried to dispel the enchantment, and I kind of dispelled it too hard. Ah. Oh no. Well, that's giving us nothing then. But my point remains. We do know that there was someone there looking for her, specifically. They went behind the bar and raided her personal space. That doesn't seem like the action of random bargoes to me. And yes, we were there to investigate her. But what I'm thinking is someone knew that we were going to be there. But they didn't know it was going to be us. They knew that someone from the Black Claw was going to be at the bar. So they turned up at the bar as the Black Claw. And then they tried to convince her to leave. And then they caused a scene, which we accidentally got involved with a little bit. And he looks at the Grey Randa. Then these thugs tried to find her or recover something, I suppose. I'm... I'm not too clear on the details, but she was obviously prepared. She was ready to go. She knew that this was possible. I find it hard to believe that she would have been preparing for our arrival when we were only given that mission the day before. Unless there's a rat. And he looks at Urbach message or not. It seems unlikely. If she had received such a warning, surely she wouldn't have been arguing about leaving. <laughs> that may be a valid point. I think this comes back round to, we need to find out what she was involved in. More importantly, if we can find her, then we know who they are, because we know that they were related. Hmm, indeed. I don't imagine just anyone can get their hands on a set of Black Claw armour that looks identical to, well, the ones used by the Black Claw. Who's to say it wasn't identical? Kill a few Black Claw guards, you've got yourself a set of armour. They must die in the field all the time. Before we continue, small point of order. Mix, I know that your sister is important to you. And I know that perhaps seemingly the most pressing question is where is she if she's not dead? However, I think what might be more important, and of course this is entirely at your discretion, we will do whatever you wish to do. But if your sister has somehow arranged for someone else to take her place and be here, or something else, if your sister was up there, or appeared to be, we still have the matter that someone tried to kill her. Unless we believe that she staged her own murder, which is, I suppose, a possibility. I have wondered whether that would be possible, but again, why? Well, indeed. There's just so much we don't know. Assuming that we don't believe that for a moment. Assuming that we believe someone still tried to kill your sister. I feel that our priority should be trying to work out who did that. Or perhaps even just why. Or both. Because, assuming your sister is still out there somewhere and is safe, Baldur's Gate, which I assume is her home, won't be until we find out who did this and stop them. I can't help but feel that Lorela and her family have something to do with this. If we can find her, perhaps she will lead us to something. I don't think that's a bad place to start looking. It's really possible, but... It just feels like it's so hard to know. Well, that's what investigative work is for. To find answers to questions nobody knows the answers to. I know, I just... I was really hoping it was Octo. <laughs> he reaches out and puts his hand on your shoulder. Honestly, I'm... I'm a little glad that it's not. And I trust your judgement. 
If you say it's not her, then I believe you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I suppose that's just one less suspect to worry about. Silver lining? Hey, I see you reaching for the skip button. But listen, there are a ton of fantastic shows out there. Here's one you could be missing out on right now. You wake up cold and alone, a new power running through you. Just call me Taro. Oh, my name's Meredith. Mary Burrows. You can call me Natalia. We wish to offer you a pact. All you have to do is choose. Don't hit my friend. You're bigger than this now, but you can keep it because you made it. And when you make something, that matters. Whenever he grabs Tarot's arm, Tarot does his best to like flex it a little <laughs> bit. The Mortal Path is a 5th edition D&D podcast with goofs and plot galore. Head on over to themortalpath.com to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. See now, was that so bad? And now, on with the show. Okay, so... Well, I can tell you that getting that scroll with the expedition information is probably beyond the reach of possibility at this time. That seems fair. So we need to work out where Lorela is, then. I feel like if we want that documentation, we probably have to have a real reason for asking for it. Probably have to get Ogda's permission directly, from the sounds of it. I don't know if she'll see anyone right now. I mean, you know, once we've cracked the case. Uh... Because that paperwork may lead to the eventual discovery of where Trail actually is, was my point. Sure. It's possible as well that if we found more information about this, we may find more information about who was after Trail. We can use that information to persuade Ogda. Indeed. Immediate question is, where is Lorela? Well, you were the last one to see her. Well, I'm not sure how you follow someone who escaped for a hatch that just led to water. Did it? Just lead to water? Admittedly, I didn't jump down there to find out. Mix, do Asimar breathe underwater? Not as far as I know. We're not fish people. Are you sure? Have you tried? Glaring at the Doomsinger right now. I could take you swimming. We can try it. Did she es- escape in a boat? Does that seem plausible, Toby? It seems likely there was probably a boat. Do any of us think it would help to return and investigate further, or...? Didn't we see... One of the bouncers arguing with them before they went in. Yeah. Yes. Good recollection. So it'd be worth finding out who the staff are and asking them some questions. I did befriend one of the other bouncers who wasn't on then. He might know some people. Well, the staff are her employees, so... Well, it's uh, early morning. Should we go take a look? Don't see why not. Morning stroll down the docks. What's better than that? It's seventh day first of Sumner, which is the seventh day of the first week. It's about 10am, and you were all at the Suckling Pig having breakfast. It's fairly meagre fare, nothing too fancy. You all head down to the docks. It's a relatively coolish day, but there's no clouds in the sky. There's a very mild breeze. Assuming that you go through the Basilisk Gate, you notice that Nant Thangol is not present. Hmm. What are the guards like there? Are they bullying as usual, or are they mundane? Just a regular queue. That seems like business as usual. They're still taking tolls from people and processing everybody who goes through the gates. But when they ask you for your toll, it seems like a, a fairly standard fare. Hey, do any of you see Danfangle? He's not around, is he? Hmm. No sign of him. You are passing through, and one of the guards is a half-halfling, half-kobold. He looks up at you. Oh, you are. Are you familiar with Danfangle, then? Friends, are you? <laughs> what is it to you? 
Well, you you were the one who asked first, friend. And do you know where he is? He smiles. Okay, well, enjoy your day. Well, if you're uh, if you're friends with good old Nanthangle, you should probably be hoping that you don't see him anytime soon. And he smiles at you smugly. What do you mean by that? Has he gotten into some trouble? What is it to you? I'm just going to ignore him. I'm going to walk straight over to the tent. As you start walking over the tent, one of the guards who's by the toll taking table. Oi, uh, excuse me. Where do you think you're going? I'm going over to the tent. For what reason? I'm looking for Nanfangle. Nanfangle's not here. And why not? He looks at you confused. Sorry, who am I speaking with? <sighs> I flushed a badge. He takes a look at the paperwork. Odd than that you don't know where he is. He's been arrested. And why is that? I think you best speak to the captain. It's not really my place to say. Innocent until proven guilty and all that, you know. <sighs> Anything I say would just be hearsay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Kind of side-eye the first guard as I... He's laughing at you. He turned around to side-eye him and he's giggling to himself at you. What's your name, soldier? Gives you the finger. Oh, dear. I'm going to whisper. What an arsehole. Maybe we should just move on. Look, you've got your fancy paperwork. You don't outrank me, fucker. Piss off. I just grunt in his face. Somebody's got big man syndrome. I'm going to put my hand on Vern's shoulder. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Y you tried and you tried. I'm not exactly sure what you were trying to do. I don't like him. I never would have guessed. I think you really need to learn when it's appropriate to flaunt your um, authority. I apologize for my help. I'm not sure I'm the one you need to be apologizing to, but... I think he made a good effort. I don't know, I just didn't like him. You know, he, he, he put his foot down. I'm not really sure what Moran was actually trying to accomplish. I really wanted to punch him in the face. I really, really did. I think we're really lucky you didn't. Let's not punch anyone in the face just yet. Speaking of punching people in the face, don't you guys think it's about time we did something about our uh, missing compatriot? I thought something was going to be done for us. I think we inquired about it. I don't think we actually asked anyone what they could do. I guess there's only one way to find out. Well... Don't you think it's about time we at least showed our faces? I mean, he's probably not going to be very happy to see us. Yes, it might be well past the time, but we should we should definitely go. Just tell him we've been subduing the render this entire time. We should also explain to him the render's not going to kill him. Ah, uh, yes. So you all make your way to the watch house, and when you get there, the front desk is being manned by Shorak. He looks up. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi there. It's good to see you. Are you all doing well? Uh, We've had better days. We've had worse. Comparably. What can I help you with? Uh, we're here to see Scrawl, the bugbear, if that's possible. Ah, uh, yes, that, that's possible. You'll just have to give me a minute. I'll get someone to show you through. If you could just sign here, please. And he brings out a large tome, puts it out for you, and there's a lot of dates and names. Occasionally you can see that there's a very clearly written date and time, and then the name is just an X, where you get the impression that people who aren't able to read and write just mark their name and someone else fills in the details for them. You have to sign in if you're going to be visiting prisoners. Yep, that's no problem. I sign in. So you all put the date and time saying you're visiting and, oh, uh, Jerry, could you uh, watch the front? I have to take these lot to go and visit their friend. And a furball lumbers forwards and just quietly nods at him. 
and he steps around and takes some keys off the front desk. It's a big ring of keys. Right, if you'd uh, if you'd like to follow me. Yeah, no problem. He leads you through a back door, unlocks it, leads you down a series of corridors. Urbeck, have you left the random behind? Yes, yeah, going to tell it to stay in the lobby. A suspiciously hooded, hoodlum-looking figure hanging out in the police lobby. No problem. No big deal. You're led down a series of corridors, and eventually you are brought to a cell area where there's a number of cells side by side, and there's various prisoners in each of them. They're separated, mostly. There's a couple that have multiple occupants, but most of them are spread out enough that they have their own bed, their own bathroom, and a chair or two. There are six cells in this section, and the cells are more stone room with barred wall. And you can see that there's an entrance door on the side. The bars are so that they can see through and be past things or communicate, but the way in and out is actually the doors on the side of the cell. On the way, can I keep an eye out for Nanfangle? You do not spot him in any of the cells. And you're brought to the third one along, and Scraw is inside resting with his back against the wall, sitting on a bed, and he has a small ball that he's tossing around. Scraw, we're really sorry. Oh, sorry. Wasn't aware I was being spoken to. Keeps tossing the ball back and forth. We just lost track. It's been a while since anybody spoke to me, you see. We just lost track of time. We really missed you. Mm -hmm. Preoccupied with the investigation. We subdued the render, however. Well, I hope that's going well. We've made some progress. I'm glad for you. Really. Sorry, Doctor, you were saying. We've subdued the render as well. Good for you. Yes, it won't be causing any more harm to city folk, I hope. That's nice for them. So, are they letting you out anytime soon? He doesn't say anything. During our time here, we haven't seen Oscar around anywhere, no. Not specifically. Scraw, how much is your bail? Wouldn't know. How can we get our friend out? Oh, I'm afraid that's not going to be possible, miss. What do you mean? Well, he's been arrested for the very serious crime of assaulting members of the Watch, causing a public menace, being a danger to society. But it was all just a misunderstanding. A very unfortunate misunderstanding. There are several Watchmen that have very serious injuries that say otherwise, miss. There's some kind of community service? There's no community that have him. Well, there must be something we can do. Sometimes people just have to serve their time. Yeah, but how long would that be? Probably a while. Say, Shorak, is um, Oscar around? This is day off today. Is, did you want to talk to someone in charge or something? We need our friend back. We need to find a way to settle this, to make this right. Um, that's not how the laws work. Sorry. I'm not sure where you're from, but in Baldur's Gate, when you commit crimes, you are arrested for them and then you are punished for them to the full extent of the law, as is decided by the court. I believe the judge who will be overseeing his trial is uh, Duke Silvershield. Oh, shit. Yes, I'm sure that's going to go excellently well in our favour. Right, Mix? The dwarf shrugs. Unfortunately, you don't get to choose your judge. You do the crime and you do some time. That's that's what they say. When's the trial? Well, this could be troublesome. Well, your friend's already been quite troublesome. But, I mean, he's been well-behaved since he's been here, right? Oh, yes, model prisoner. But he'll still be put to trial. Yes, that's typically how that works. Well, who's defending him? He will be provided for by the uh, 
by the city. Unless, of course, you can pay for representation that is better. I want to pay for better representation. You definitely can't afford better representation. Scar deserves better. Hey, Shurok, do you know where we might find Oscar on the day off? I don't think that's a wise idea, Marin. He already doesn't like us. I'm I'm sorry, we don't give out that kind of information. That would be a very, very big security breach if we were to just give out, you know, officers' homes and locations. Especially, and you'll forgive me for saying, friends of an aggrieved prisoner. Well, that's fair. Do you know when they might be back? Later this week. I'd have to check the rotor. Well then. Ugh, Scraw, I know that we definitely have not been, for the last week, the most supportive of friends, but... No, no, you've you've made it very clear where the scales of justice stand. I just want to know, how did you get into this mess? That's a question I might have answered a few days ago. You you went off saying that you wanted to protect people, and then you ended up in a brawl with the entire city watch. Yes, and perhaps if you'd been there, that wouldn't have happened, but it did, and you weren't, you so... You kind of went off and told us not to follow you, because we were... Being cowards? Yes. No. I agree. Because you specifically cowards? told me and Mix C- not to cowards? follow you because we were yeah, so that's... beaten up. Mm, yeah, I don't think that's how that happened. Well, I certainly went to try and look for you, and so did Mix. Yes, after I'd already made it quite clear that I was doing it for the benefit of other people and you were just trying to find me and to stop And who it. does this benefit now? Again, I don't really think you're in the position to be having this conversation with me. I think you should all leave. Clearly, the scales of justice should be called the scales of judgment. Scroll. I, I think I speak on behalf of everyone when I say all we want to do is to get you released. Well, maybe I shouldn't be. Because you think you're a danger to society? What? <sighs> sure, I don't feel like talking anymore. And the dwarf steps on. I'm very sorry, but if the prisoners don't want to see you, we have to make... You you have to leave. We can't have you just riling them up, especially dangerous prisoners. I need to politely ask you all to leave. It's not dangerous. Of course. Scott, we're going to find a way to fix this. And he begins to gesture you out of the room. I just walk on out, pondering. Yep, we all leave. Mix doesn't want to. Uh, the others all moves on. And the dwarf is trying to encourage you to leave. Scrawl is not actually looking out of the cage anymore. He's just looking at the wall. I'm going to approach the bars. We made a mistake, and I'm sorry. I didn't want you to feel like we didn't care, because we do. And I'm going to find a way to fix this. I don't care what it takes. He doesn't say anything, and Shorak, come on, miss. You need to leave. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Mix leaves. And that's all we had time for. Join us next week for episode 21, Boats and Bother. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all the links to everything we've mentioned today. And take care of each other out there. It's getting cold. Until next time, travel safe. And remember, in this realm or the next, the scales of justice are here for you. Always. Always.